From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. For over 10 years, Grammarly has been powered by AI technology that you trust. With one click, you and your team can easily brainstorm, rewrite, and reply with personalized suggestions. You'll be amazed at what you can do. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download for free. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. And now, we hope you enjoy today's podcast. I want to welcome all of you to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This is an exciting season as we've launched Season 2 right here on the Charisma Podcast Network. Last year, we saw almost a thousand people give their lives to Jesus through Skype events. We've been building and growing and activating people in the spiritual gift of prophecy. And I want to give you guys our free five prophetic activations. It's a free download. The link is provided right here in the podcast notes and in the premiering notes here. So you could download that five free prophetic activations so that you could grow closer to Jesus and you could hear God's voice and you can prophesy by encouraging, comforting, and edifying people for His glory. So please feel free to download that. But guys, I'm excited for today's podcast episode. I've got my friend, Laura Douglas, who's been called to both ministry and marketplace. She and her husband, Will, co-founded Word and Season Ministries in 2001. She's also the owner and CEO of Providence PR, which is a publicity company specializing in kingdom-focused authors and ministries. Some of her clients have included chosen book authors Patricia King, Jane Hammond, Jennifer Evaz, and many other generals of the faith. Laura is a graduate of Bethel Atlanta School of Supernatural Ministry, and she flows in a prophetic and healing gifts, and she's a spiritual mom, an ordained pastor, and a prophetic writer of devotional words that are released through her Facebook site. Laura and her husband Will live in the Atlanta area with their sweet dog, Mister. So please welcome Laura Douglas to Adventures in the Spirit. Laura, thank you so much for being on this show. I am so glad to be here with you, my friend Jared, my amazing, wonderful, glorious friend Jared, who I've had this incredible relationship with over this last year and it's just been my joy to send you some of the best prophetic voices of our time and it's just been a divine connection between the two of us you know and it's just like i'm so grateful that you've had you know so many of my authors on from Rodefe Deal and David uh, Edwards and Patricia King and Jennifer Evaz and on and on. It, but, well, thank you. It's an honor and a pleasure to serve you. And Patricia King, David Edwards, those were all, every single one of them were amazing interviews with 
reaching thousands of people. It's phenomenal what God has done as they've shared their adventures here on Adventures in the Spirit. But Laura, I want to hear about your adventures. You're prophetic. You're a discerner. You know, you're in the ministry. You're in the marketplace. You're in marketplace ministry, you know, and God's doing some incredible things. So I'd love to hear about your story, some of your background, how you fell in love with Jesus even. Wow. You know what? It's amazing. I love that scripture. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Um, had a high school teacher who told me one thing that changed my life. He said, no one is truly educated unless they've read the Bible as literature. So I started to read the Bible in secret morning and night, and he drew me through the words. And then, bam, right in the middle of the scripture, I met a friend who invited me to an event. I had a incredible God encounter that was literally biblical. And I mean, I was overshadowed by the light and the glory of the Lord when I was 16 years old. And I experienced the, the Shekinah glory and the absolute agape love of Jesus. And everything disappeared. I was just immersed in that light. And when I came out of it, I was totally and completely changed. It was like miraculous. I went in one way, came out a different way. And um, it kind of turned our high school upside down, believe it or not, because they had never seen anybody so radically changed or saved. And I went from being a quiet, introspective bookworm to be like radically on fire for God and just like a lover. I mean, he just birthed, he immersed me in the agape love. I really did have a baptism of love. And that has impacted me. I was 16 years old then. I am 65. Now you can't believe it, can you, with this dark hair? At all. Just all my natural hair, by the way. And uh, anyway, so anyway, that was the beginning of my story. I uh, did fall away from the Lord for several years, but by his kindness, he drew me back in. He led me to be an intercessor. He led me into the secret place and there... In the midst of prayer, in the midst of intercession, he started to awaken my ability to be able to see in the spirit and hear his voice. I began to see things as I would pray for them. He would literally take me places and I would start to hear his voice very, very clearly. And then he started giving me the gift of being a scribe. So I would write and he would write through me. He developed this gift over a long period of time. And then there was a season where I really desired more. This was about 2000 or so. And I had a dear friend who was a client of mine who lived in the glory realm like 24 seven. And so I was really questioning and wondering what would it look like to worship and not stop? What would it look like to be able to live in the continual presence of God. And so over a, a period of a summer, God really took me into a place where I was wondering, what is the secret place? What does that look like? What, what is it like beyond the veil? All that kind of thing. And it was like stepping through the door of the wardrobe of Narnia. And one day, just sovereignly, he just broke me through 
And I was never the same since. And I learned how to sustain long periods of time in his presence. And there was a period of time where he just like inundated our house with his glory and his presence, where my husband was working at the time. He had told me to live, lay down my PR business, which was extremely successful at that time, and just go, just clear the deck and just go full in for him, which we did. And Will would come home from work. I'd be laid out on the couch under the heavy glory. Nothing would be done around the house because I couldn't move. <laughs> and it went on like that for a whole summer. During that time, he was just downloading, downloading, downloading. And just I was learning how to soak, 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 and then learning how to carry the glory. Uh, I was reading, a lot, you know, Ruth Ward Heflin at the time, like how to, you know, worship until, until, you know, praise until, until you work and you worship until the glory comes and learning how to stay in the glory and then carry the glory. And it was during this time, he literally called me into ministry and it gave me, um, whoa, I mean, and I had a, a spiritual mother who lived in Wales and she had a vision while she was in Wales and he was calling me into a prophetic ministry, but I was saying, Lord, you've got to confirm this. I want confirmation. He got mad at me and he said, Lord Lee, why can't you just believe what I say? Why can't you, why do you have to have man confirm my word? So I just like, oh, okay, God. But I didn't tell anybody about it, but my spiritual mother, um, Karen Dunham, who's a general of the faith, she was in Wales. She got a vision and she, she sent me an email saying, I'm coming to America. I'm going to be at such and such a church and the Lord has a word for you. Come. And so I came. This was maybe about six months after I had this visitation. At the end, she called me up and she read, Jeremiah, I've called thee to be a prophet to the nations. <laughs> she had the pastor for oil over my head. And I went out in the spirit, bam. Wow. And this heavy, weighty mantle just, whoa, fell on me. I was under the power for a long time. And when I got up, <laughs> I was a different person. So that mantle, that weight was on me for, oh, months on end. <laughs> it did not lift. That's what it's all and about. It was... <laughs> his kindness leads us to repentance. And from oh. what I'm hearing is that his kindness led you back to him and into his presence. And you learned how to carry the glory with you everywhere that you went. How did God eventually release you or call you into being a marketplace minister, a publicist, and and what are the adventures that you could share in, in that career field? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I was a publicist beforehand. I was I started doing PR. Um, I was a journalist first, and I was an entertainment journalist. Then I went into PR, and I, I mostly did Christian music. So I did. I worked with a lot of major Christian recording artists. I can name them all: the Newsboys, Carmen, Sandy Patty. Bill and Gloria Gaither, uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman, on and on and on. You know, so I, I worked, did the PR for Atlanta Fest, Jubilate, and um, worked with some uh, record labels. And so the last real uh, recording artist I worked for before that shifting was Phil Driscoll. And I was uh, Phil's publicist, but when his... Um, 
labeled clothes. That's when I prayed a prayer that changed my life, which was, Lord, I really want your perfect will. What does that look like? And that's when he called me into ministry. We were in five, we were five years in full-time ministry, but it was very hard uh, because we were called to live by faith. And I was carrying a message at that time, 20 years ago, that is really prevalent now. So we were forerunners and we were pioneers and we were not understood at all. We didn't, so I've learned, I learned a lot of lessons. I was very badly hurt. And I went through a period like Peter, where I said, okay, I'm just going to go back to fishing. <laughs> so I had a friend of mine who I had prayed for and she was completely healed of fibromyalgia and some other issues. So she hired me to work for a PR company. I worked for them for 13 years. During that time, I met this guy named Sean Tabbitt. Oh, yeah. You know, He's Sean. So Sean was, Sean was this Lutheran dude who had no grid for the Holy Spirit whatsoever. That's awesome. So we became friends over the phone, and I would send a lot of people to his podcast, and I became kind of like a spiritual mom to him. Oh, good. He was like, inching, inching, inching into the things of God. And I could just see that the Lord had his hand on Sean. Oh, absolutely. He's rocking, <laughs> He's rocking it. Yeah. So it was like, it was my joy to be able to walk through that process with him, especially when he got hired at Chosen Books. I thought, oh Lord, Sean, God's got a target, great big target on you. You know, now he's just a major mover and shaker, you know. So anyway, Sean, I mean, the time came, the Lord told me to leave the other company that I was with and just go start my own thing. So Sean set me up with Chosen Books, and they started sending some really major people to me, like uh, Jane Hammond and, and Jennifer Ebaz and people like that, Chrissy Nelson, uh, James Levesque. You know, so I was really, you know, I'm kind of like gift of helps, you know, and yeah, coming alongside them, you know, I believe in the media. The Lord has just really told me a long time ago, he just wants to reach the masses of people and the way that he wants to do it is through the media, especially through the internet. I mean, the Lord told me way back in like 1999, 2000, that he was going to use the internet in a major way. And so he is obviously doing that now. But then through all this, in my heart of hearts, there was like this longing, you know, like, God, forgive me because like, I'm the one who stepped out of the ministry because I couldn't take the fire anymore, couldn't take the persecution, blah, 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 you know, and there might be somebody out there who who is having thoughts to give up, and I want you to be encouraged to just keep your hand to the plow and keep on going. That's right. But this last summer, um, during the COVID, and the Lord told me, I want you to, you know, shelter in place and go back in the secret place. And he said to me, he says, I want you to relist in the army of God. I want you to step out and start teaching people how to enter into the secret place. I want you to start writing again, releasing your prophetic writings, just release them. And, and we've been doing that all summer. Now God's starting to expand things and we're starting to do some Zoom ministry with um, some of my authors are coming on and we're doing this thing with um, major authors and, and myself. And we're 
doing like internet online community building some things and equipping so i really have a heart to be a spiritual mother and, and mentor and raise up this next generation and to help them to avoid some of the pitfalls that i went through because i did not really have a spiritual mother to help me i had the voice of the lord i had god but we need community we need mothers and fathers so that's really my assignment right now well let's let's go for it right now can you yeah. teach us how to get into the secret place and and then we'll i want to know what god has shown you prophetically so teach us how to activate the secret place, how to draw into his presence. And then we'll see where the Holy Spirit takes us. And then I want to hear about what God's spoken to you recently. About Absolutely. Let's go for it. God is all about encounter and he's all about relationship. And he's all about intimacy. And he wants to have an intimate relationship with each and every one of us, each and every one of us. And I felt like the Lord said this morning, there are those who are, discounting themselves because they feel unworthy and they don't feel like they're that polished person but god sees you and he is calling you and he wants he knows your name he knows every hair on your head so the secret place is a place beyond time and space it's a time, it's a place of encounter. It's a place of incredible intimacy where you can come face to face with a father. He knows everything about you. He wants to speak to you. He wants to reveal things to you. He wants to open your spiritual eyes. He wants to open your spiritual ears. He wants to be able to talk to you and to speak secrets to you. He, he wants to be your friend. He's calling a, is a generation of friends. You know, when he called Moses to the mountain, it was really his heart to call all of the children of Israel, every single one of them, not just Moses. And so he's saying, like Bishop Hammond said, the day of the saints is coming, and I'm declaring it's here. That's right. He's calling all of us. He wants his whole bride equipped. He told me this summer, every hand on deck, he wants all hands on deck. So in order to be all hands on deck, we've got to be trained. We've got to be equipped. We've got to know his voice. We are where we're going. It is imperative for us to know and to be able to obey his voice. It's imperative. It may be a matter of life or death at some point. And he wants you to have that deep, intimate relationship so you can know that you're loved. So there's a secret. There's many secrets in the scripture on how to enter into the secret place. One of them is be still and know that I am God. So good. I was just <laughs> reading that today. Amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he... <laughs> Whoa, Father, I thank you for your wave of glory. We thank you for your waves of glory, Lord. Let this hit somebody like a freight train right now, like a ton of bricks, Lord. Whoa, let the heavy weighty glory fall, Lord. Be still and know that I am God. Wow. It's like He wants to open up a window and invite us to step through that window. 
you know, he chastised Martha, not because she was doing things, but because she was so busy that she wasn't taking the time out to sit at his feet and hear his voice. So it's like, it's like, it's okay to step away and to make time, create time, set aside time that was reserved only for him and just make a date with God. And if you come into that place with a desire to meet with him, he will meet with you. You may have to come and sit. I mean, it might help you to start by praying in tongues for a while and then going very still. Yeah. Let's let's do that right now. Let's do okay. That. Let's pray in tongues together for about 30 seconds. And we're asking okay. those we'll watch this, we're listening to do the same thing. And if you don't have the spiritual gift of tongues, ask Jesus for it and start asking the Holy Spirit to flow out of you in Jesus' name. But we'll do that for 30 seconds. And then we'll have about 30 seconds of just being. Yeah. Try to ignore all the background noise. Tune it all out. Yeah. And just tune in, tune in to the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. I want to know from those listening or those who are watching this, reach out to us. Let us know what God did in you in this moment. But also, as Laura has been encouraging us, be in the presence of God, in the secret place every day. Go for five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever it is the Holy Spirit leads you to do. If he's saying take off eight hours a day to seek his face, communicate with your spouse if you're married about all these steps. But go for it into the secret place. Because I know in my life, I'd spent uh, some years where I just had to dive in, dive into the presence of God. And that's where he molded me, shaped me, transformed me, changed my character, changed my heart uh, motivations. I mean, but I, I was also grieving and things were going on. And there's been different seasons of life. But pursue the secret place, as Laura's been sharing with us right here. Laura, what is the Holy Spirit telling you about 2021? Well, first of all, I want to share what, what he shared with me just now as we were praying. Well, what I was hearing and feeling was that he really wants to teach us how to host his presence. Mm. Part of going into the secret places, being molded and shaped. And I mean, for some people, I saw like a movie screen come down and you're going to actually start seeing visions. Other people may not 
seem like much, but you're going to learn how to become still and turn off the inner noise. And then others, you're going to start literally feeling uh, his presence starting to saturate you and soak you. And he wants you to become that earthen vessel that he can pour into. But, okay, what, 2021, I was just in the kitchen one day, and I was just casually, casually asking the Lord, like in December, like, do you have like a, a word for, you know, the new year? And then, bam. I mean, I was washing dishes and just going about my everyday life. And he said, yeah. He said, 21 is the year. An angel just brushed by me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. Oh, sorry. Okay. So, you know, angels unawares, they're all around. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he said 21, 21 is the year that we come into maturity, that we come of age. So in the natural, when you turn 21, you are no longer a child. And so he's saying 21 is the year that you are, where he's calling his people to grow up, all of us to mature into those saints of God, because where we're going, we need to be mature. And he said also unity, two, two and one, the two in one. In other words, the two is like, oops, I got to get my hands in. It's like covenant. The two become one. He wants to become one with us. So it's an invitation for the two to become one. And then he's also saying the two, like the division in the body, he wants to heal that so that we can become one in unity. So it's time to grow up, mature come into unity with him and with one another. That's just a tip of what he shared with me. But I feel like as we can, you know, we're believing for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. What's that look like? You know, Whoa, what's that look like? So in order to be that, we have to put away childish things. Yeah. And one of the things that he was saying to me today is that um, there are many people right now in his body who are discouraged, who are disconcerted, disillusioned, whatever like that. And he showed me like Gideon hiding in the wine press. And he showed me like all these ordinary people. And he wants to call you out of that place to encourage you and empower you and strengthen you. And for us to lift our heads up higher because he has a, he has a plan that's even beyond what we can imagine or think. So like uh, so many of us are so earthly minded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that we can't be any heavenly good, you know? <laughs> he wants us to be so heavenly minded that we're going to be extremely earthly good. So, <laughs> so, and one of the things that, we, oh, I'll share this also. He did share it with me about um, Peter, uh, how he called Peter. He showed me this in Luke 4. He didn't even ask Peter, can I jump into your boat? Can I step into your boat and teach? If you go back and look, he just literally stepped into Peter's boat with even, without even asking him, pulled out away from the shore and began to teach. And then, you know, Peter said, oh, get away from me. I'm a sinful man. But then suddenly, suddenly he did this great big haul of fish. So I feel like the Lord's saying he's going to suddenly step in, into people's boats, into their lives. You expect suddenly this year. And as a result of it, harvest is going to come. So, I mean, expect the unexpected. 
this last weekend, Will, my husband was just watching funny things on video. He wanted to watch Tim Conway laugh and Carol Burnett. And he said, well, hey, I want to laugh, so I'm going to turn on Rodney Howard Brown. And he started watching some old Rodney Howard Brown videos. And we found this video that we had never seen before. It's called The Realms of God, y'all. So you got to check this out. I've never even seen this before. But there was such a sustained glory sound where they were like a thousand people were in one place and they were releasing the sound of heaven that went on and on and on. And literally I could hear trumpets. You could hear the sound of angels. It was all recorded. And at the end of it, it was like a fresh commission for people who were called into ministry. And we thought like, whoa, God, okay, we'll say yes again. And it was like a suddenly we weren't even looking for it. It wasn't even on our radar, but like, bam. And then later on, I just remember that word it gave me at the beginning of the year, like suddenly, you know? Yeah. So that's some of what he's been sharing with me. Ah, the other thing I want to share this too. Last summer, you know, there was so much going on in our nation, there was so much unrest and everything, and I saw this gray cloud, and it was swirling, 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 and it was like a disorienting swirl, and it was almost like a mesmerizing, hypnotizing swirl, and he said, don't pay attention to that, it'll catch you up in that, but literally, I saw this open opening through the gray cloud, and it was like clear sky, and there was a single star, and he said it was the North Star. And if you fix your eyes on that, you will not become discombobulated in the season. And he reminded me of the sailors who were going across the Atlantic, and they would be in the midst of a terrible storm, and they would get lost, and they didn't know which end was up, which way was north or south or east or west. If they could find the North Star, which is a fixed point, they would have direction. And the Lord said to me, Jesus is our North Star. Keep your eyes fixed on him and you will never lose your focus. You will never get discombobulated. So he reminded me, believe it or not, I used to take ballet when I was young. And ballerinas, the way that they can twirl and twirl and twirl and not get dizzy is they fix their eyes on a fixed point. And they keep their eyes on that. So even when they twirl, their eyes go back to that point. And that way they do not get dizzy. Amen. So that has really helped me through this last season to navigate the ups and the downs and the disappointments and all the stuff that we've been going through is just to keep my eyes totally and completely fixed on Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. That was a prophetic word from my friend, Laura Douglas, about 2021 and beyond. And also, learn the secrets to spend time in the secret place. Learn the secrets and just be still and know that he is God. Laura, what is the best way for people to get more information about you? Well, I was thinking about that. Um, you can reach me on Messenger at Laura Lindley Douglas. We have a Facebook page for the ministry of Word in Season Ministries. Uh, if you're interested, if you're an author, I work with kingdom authors, um, both nationally known and also emerging author authors. If you want some PR help or whatever, uh, Providence PR, I have a page on Facebook as well. Awesome. Laura, it was an honor and a pleasure to have you on. I want to encourage everybody to subscribe to Adventures in the Spirit 
and also share it. Or you could write reviews on Apple. But please share it wherever you listen to podcasts on Charisma Podcast Network, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, you name it, anywhere and everywhere. We bless each and every one of you in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.